All and welcome. This is episode 72 of the Hillcrest Duo. It is recorded on November 11th, 2017. Happy Veterans Day. I am Brad Risto at Outsider Brad on Twitter. I am joined by my co-host, Metal John. I am at Metal John Radio on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, we are back. It's going to be a little bit more of start and stop, but this is episode 72. We have a lot to talk about today. We're going to want to touch on Supergirl and The Flash as we are caught up on those. But I suppose the big thing we want to talk about is Stranger Things. We did watch all of season two. It's been circulating, percolating since just before Halloween. We will get to that, but first... Metal, last night you saw the remake of the seminal classic Murder on the Orient Express. Yes. I want to ask you, did you figure out who done it before they explained who done did it? No. I had my suspicions, and actually my biggest suspicion the whole time was that it was the detective that did it. I was thinking, oh, this is going to be one of those things where he's going to do it, for the sake of being able to be so good at his job, he could put the blame on somebody else. That was my thought, and I was like, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little disappointed that that wasn't the actual outcome. So, you know, one of the first twist endings to any story ever, the fact that they all did it disappointed you. You have to remember, this was written uh, back in the time uh, well, by Agatha Christie when <laughs> twist endings were a little bit less um, uh, common. Well, when he was uh, starting to talk about people's connections to Armstrong, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, oh, there's a lot of people on here connected to Armstrong. This is kind of weird. It's almost like they were all put together on the train on purpose. Mm -hmm. So as that kind of played out, you know, it kind of led up to that. I'm not going to say I'm disappointed. I'm just saying that, like, my prediction didn't happen. It wasn't a big mind-blowing thing. Full disclosure, I've never seen the original, and I've never read the book. Yes. So I went into this movie not knowing the outcome. Yeah, you told told me in our uh, pre-production meeting, they should have changed it for this movie, and I could just imagine the um, old people just going insane. Yeah, make, but uh, you know, overall, it's a fun like movie. Your, I do like your idea, though, that uh, having make it be the cop. We should write that movie. Let's yeah. let's let's start writing. I mean, I'm sure there's movies out there that are like that, but I was kind of going into it thinking it was going to be one of those movies where it just kind of pulls pulls you pulls you for a fast one because you're thinking the whole time, oh, it's got to be this person, it's got to be this person, you know. Um, and I'm thinking maybe it's the maybe it's the detective, and he's just. Doing his job so well that he is finding flaws in everybody's story and mm-hmm. looking for the perfect flaw to pin it on somebody when really he's the one who did it. That, so I was story. I was waiting for that to happen. I was yeah. waiting for that to happen. You know, the whole time. That would be um, a great twist. I like it. But uh, yeah, uh, other than that, I've been playing some Call of Duty, WW2. As Call of Duty returns to its roots, I remember playing the original Call of Duty and storming the beach at Normandy, and I was deeply disappointed when you told me they don't have that map. Now, they, uh, well, maybe they do, they just haven't 
uploaded it. Yet. Well, yeah. You know, I'm sure there's they a lot of changes one. coming. I, I only play online, so I played a little Domination, Killzone. Uh, or I'm yeah, sorry. you're an online person, yeah. so you find out disturbing things about your family from 12-year-olds, don't you? Yes. I, well, you know what's funny is uh, not that many people chat that much on there anymore. I was playing Domination. I think people got tired of I played, Well, that. I played Domination. Domination is a good game for chatter because you can kind of say, hey, go cover A, go cover B, you know, I got C, you know, whatever. Um, that's good for, for, for gamemanship, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, like during a, a team deathmatch or, you know, or, or um, some of the other games, like people don't really chat much or some people chat and some people just swear for the, ooh, I can swear because nobody, nobody's Cause my listening. mom's not home yet. Hey, yeah. I'm going to say the F word I'm going to say the F word. Yeah, and, that's, so. and that's when you go into settings during the next um, uh, post-match um, uh, waiting screen and you mute that person. Mute. Muted. My favorite thing to do, though, is I love whenever I have my mic on, I'm always yelling like, I shot you first! <laughs> I, I shot him in the face and he kills me with one shot. I had to shoot him Camper! You're a camper! Yeah. But it's a legitimate strategy, especially if you're being a sniper. I don't like people who are maligned snipers. Oh. Sniping is fun. Nah, I'm not a sniper guy. I, I just like getting the automatic weapon, and I like just I run <laughs> into the chaos. Okay. So people will be like, "Oh, there's three guys in the barn. I'll go check it out." I run right into the barn. <laughs> <laughs> and usually I'm it's dead. like I run in the barn, and before I can hit my 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 trigger, I'm dead. <laughs> well, yeah. Are you? Do they still have the perks like where you can do um uh, drop a grenade when you yes. get killed? You have that one set up, don't you? I used to have that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to die anyway, so grenade. Yep. Oh, I love my, it. Uh, my, when I, uh, there was, was a game that you probably didn't play because it was a PC game. It was Counter-Strike. Where no, but you, I heard of it. My um, uh, screen name was Mr. Decoy because I would just run up in front of everyone and just like, oh, I'm going to get killed anyway. I'm a decoy. <laughs> Mr. Decoy is dead. Nice. And then, of course, you see all the people who would um, uh, do the same name. Oh, wait, oh. No, that's in a different game because oh, there was this one game. It's called Town of Salem. It's just a game where you have to figure out who are who's the serial killer, who's in the mafia, and you accuse people. And one way people would do to screw people up is just use basically the same name, just like one character off. Yeah. So not so as to trick people. It's so- fun. So last time we recorded a podcast, it was uh, right before Halloween. Yes. I was teasing that I was going downstate Illinois to the yeah, home you... of Lincoln to make people pee their pants. Pee and poop. Pee and poop. I uh, So the area of the little haunted house I worked at, I got to use the, the what they call it like a drop panel. Yeah. So it was like a dark little like maze full of fog and strobe lights. And yeah. people come around a corner, I have a button I hit and part of the window drops and then I just... So I jumped, I jumped scare him. So nah, I wasn't yelling that. I was just trying to yell just random, like, stupid stuff. Party um, in! You know what? One time I did, I, I did a little callback to Jack Nicholson in the, as the Joker in 89. Yeah. I'd go, oop, oop, oop. <laughs> um, but just dropping the window and, and saying something really fast makes people jump every time. How you doing, so, buddy? It was, uh, yeah. So that was awesome. Like, nice. I had, I got called a bitch. Uh, by a girl. Nice. Like, I dropped. I like. I dropped. I yesterday. Ah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so I got that. Oh, that was a good one. Um, don't go that. Don't go this way. Yeah, and you know, I would also. Uh, 
because you could hear people coming through the maze, yeah. so you could hear things they say. One 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 thing I I heard that was awesome is some girl, as she was going through the maze, she's like, oh, she goes, I got part of my gloves stuck in my braces. So she goes, I was like, give me your braces. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, what? How did he know I have braces? <laughs> I know everything. Oh, I've so, stalked you on Facebook. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was. A lot I'm glad of fun. you had a good time. So that's and why then, we. And then as people left the maze, they went into another room. Yeah. And uh, this room was a little bit more wide open, and you know some people thought they'd just be smart asses, like and heckle other people. So I always got to sneak up behind them. So mm-hmm. if they're like going into a room and they're focused in front of them and people are heckling, I had like a like a like a, a basically a bone, and I would smack it against a metal plate so i was like boom, boom, like move i would scare the crap out of people because they're not expecting somebody to come running up behind them no. smacking something so you that was, uh, are good that was fun i had a blast terror in the graveyard in petersburg illinois also uh once i was down there brad you'll appreciate this i got my first horseshoe i love the springfield horseshoe so fries, for people that cheese, don't know what a burger. horseshoe is it's uh french fries yes Cheese. cheese sauce, mm-hmm. sauce. And, and some sort of protein. Yes, some kind of meat, usually burger. So basically it's cheese fries with meat. <laughs> it's wonderful. But it's a big plate of it. And mm-hmm. and the cheese isn't like sprinkled craft cheese. No, it's like a cheese sauce. And that's where the difference in horseshoes come with all the different places in yeah. the Springfield area that serve them because everybody makes their own cheese sauce and everybody does something a little different. I love it. It's it's a it's our version of poutine. Did you have a favorite place there that you? I can't remember. Actually, there was one in Western Illinois that, um, when I went down there to see um uh, my sister at Rockies, they had a good horseshoe. So uh, the the my buddy who lives in that area or has parents live in that area, uh, he said, well, you never had a horseshoe, so I'm gonna take you to what I think is the best horseshoe place, and we went to Darcy's Pint. Nice, nice, And nice. I got a buffalo chicken horseshoe. So mine had buffalo chicken, French fries, and they're the, the crinkle cut fries, you know? I, hate, the, I don't really like crinkle cut fries usually. And then the cheese sauce, and I mean, okay, I so ate where are that you gonna entire ta- plate. Where are you going to take him when he comes up here? What kind of greasy Well, no, he spoon? lives up here oh. full time, but his parents live down there, so oh, he just okay. goes down for the month, you know? So uh, anyway, so yeah, I got yeah. my first horseshoe. Okay, let's move on. Let's talk about um, uh, what we really want. Do you want to talk about Stranger Things Season 2 first? Or you yes. want to do a quick let's, touch let's, on the let's Flash? Let's go Stranger two. Things Season, season two, 2. Full spoilers. We're going to spoil the hell out of this. Yeah. And we're going to talk about best moments, favorite moments, questions. Um, so, I, I don't know, Brad. Uh, I mean, I think overall we both can agree that we loved it, right? Yeah, it was a great season. Still told a great story as obviously the Duffer Brothers are building because they have unequivocally said this is only a four-season show. They have a story to tell. They're going to tell it, and they're going to get out. They're not going to extend it and make it longer than it needs to be. And, and, and I, I like appreciate that. that. Oh, I, I completely I, appreciate that. I like that, that. too, because not, uh, not a lot of shows do that. A lot of shows, they, they, they have obvious... a great idea. And this mm-hmm. is why you see this very common with a lot of the great TV shows out there, is that they have a great concept, a great idea, and they hit home runs for two or three seasons. Yes. And then it just... They've run out of, they run out of story ideas. They become uh, cliched. They... I'm a touch on familiar ground, and it just loses steam. You have a story, you tell a story. And, and I love how this story starts 
in Halloween, Halloween time, because yeah. uh, it is Halloween season when the show's released. Mm-hmm. So it starts around Halloween time. The kids are preparing, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, we're, we're kind of getting caught up with what's new, what's new in the hood yes. with, uh, with, with our cast. Um, Gotta love the fact that they went as Ghostbusters. No one yeah. wanted to be Winston. That was one of my favorite parts. Oh, that was awesome. He's like, well, I should be Winston because I'm black. Well, I can't <laughs> like, be Winston. And I love how... I, <laughs> I love Lucas. They're like, I love, why do I, I have love, to be him? I like well, you Luke, be Winston. I like how Lucas defends how he doesn't want to be Winston. He goes, don't tell me I got to be Winston because I'm black. I don't want to be Winston because he sucks. Like, you he's be not Winston. He's not a real Ghostbuster. He's not from the start. He's not a scientist. Like, he basically, <laughs> Lucas made the point of why Winston is the... Most popular and cool and, and uncommon like Ghostbusters. That was a great. That was great, and, and I'm like, and I like it. I'm like, yeah. Why don't you be Winston? <laughs> yeah. You be Winston. No one wants to be Winston. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh man, that was everyone. Awesome. Well, everyone wants to be Venkman because Venkman's the man. Absolutely. Although he, when you watch it again, that movie again, why did he have all those drugs with him when he went to go see Dana Barrett? Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was he planning? Yeah. Not cool, Pete. Not, Not cool. cool. But uh, that was a, a lot of fun. Uh, I like how the kids all showed up at school in costume and nobody else yeah. is dressed up. <laughs> like, First of all, those were awesome proton packs. They didn't have – those are homemade ones, and those were awesome. Yeah. Once again, I have said this time and time again. If I ever come across a large sum of money, I am going to buy one of those um, uh, like movie prop-specific proton packs that you can get online, but they're like $2,000. Yeah. And when we're catching up here, very yeah, let's very beginning of the of the show too. Um, some thoughts thoughts on like the the Hooper having like Hopper. this little cat Hopper having this little cabin in the yeah, woods he, um, where Eleven to... is hiding. Yes. I, I was I was a little weirded out by that. Well, it's his daughter now. As yeah, we find out. But it, yeah, it's his daughter now. But actually, it's at first it was just kind of awkward because he like comes home, he's like. I'm home. He's like taking off his belt, grabbing a beer, and and I'm just like, this is strange. Like you know, and there's like strange a little things. girl living in here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a fa- mother, a fa- father daughter dynamic that. But was it was fun. really. I mean, I thought it was really. Uh, you know, in the understanding that you know he's, you know, he's protecting her. Yes. Um. Uh. David Harbor does a great job as, as oh as David Harbor. I mean, he would had been a bit of a journeyman character actor until he got to play Hopper, and now obviously he's getting starring roles as Hellboy. Yep. yep. This um, role made him um, changed his career. Yeah. I mean, Winona Ryder is Joyce. She's still crazy. Still she crazy. Cray. Still she, awesome. Cray cray. Nearly kills her son. Yeah. Um. I I do love. Uh, and I thought it was really sweet how how Mike is like he's like so uh in love with Eleven. Like, yes. you know, he's like always radioing to her. And yeah, but you know, it's one of those things where we could all look back on having like those little crushes like when I we guess. were in junior high and and you'd sit there and you kinda daydream about your crush and here's the thing. <laughs> poor poor I little see, Mike. I see Mike as a sub I don't know if you know what Reddit nice guys is. It's a whole entire subreddit dedicated to the creepy guys who get way too into women that oh. don't really like them. I can see them having a little relationship, and then Eleven dumps him, 
and him being on that some kind of creepy bitter guy in his teen years where he's like sitting like you watching, know, her, watching her go out with other guys he, he wouldn't treat her as good as i would i hate him i hate him <laughs> speaking of which i i'll tell you what from a transition from season one to season two a character that i personally am starting to fall in love with is nancy um Nancy Wheeler, played by yeah. Natalia Dreyer. Not only is she cute, she's got that good girl, like, yep. you know, uh, attitude about her until she screws over uh, uh, Steve, right? Yes. She screws over Steve, who. Did- well, she feels guilt over Nancy's death, and I don't know whether I'm a. I don't think the Duffer Brothers ever expected Nancy's um, story to become a central part of season two. Yeah. But they did a great job with it. I thought it was awesome. Just. How they took down that lab as someone who and, went and, to school you know, for and, journalism. And, and the fact that she kind of screwed over Steve a little bit, I think it made the audience, at least me, a little bit more sympathetic with Steve because he actually became a more likable character. Well, yes, it was all about his redemption. And obviously, the jer- he got a bit of redemption in season one, and this one completed it. Yeah, and I love, I love that line he gives to Nancy where he's like, you know what? I might be a, a, a shitty boyfriend, but I'm a great babysitter. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, or he's like, or oh, I'm pretty good at babysitting. I forgot his exact words, but oh, man, that was such an awesome line. Yeah, well, now she gets to be with John, who's probably going to get killed off next season since, you know, his the actor who played him got caught with drugs coming into the country. Oh yeah, Charlie, Charlie Heaton, the actor, uh, mm-hmm. arrested. But uh, Jonathan, no, I, I don't know. I, well, it depends on how the case off. goes. If um, uh, yeah, if he's I mean, acquitted, they, they might put fine. him in just a very limited role, or maybe not make him a focal point. Well, uh, it depends on if he gets acquitted. If he's acquitted, he'll be fine. But I think if um, uh, it drags out, they just might kill him off. Because look what happened to poor Bob. Yeah, I mean, the show did a. I, I love how when the the very the first five minutes of this show, we meet another number. Yes. We meet um, eight. We meet eight, and then we really ha- don't hear anything about eight. Yeah, and I thought that and, was and, and I remember really the whole weird. time. I'm like, how is this going to circle back? I'm like, is eleven and eight going to have to get together to stop? You know, the supernatural. You know, like mm-hmm. that's what I was kind of thinking. Maybe it was leading to, or maybe maybe I was thinking even at the very end of the season, something was going to circle back with eight, but. Obviously, the bigger question is, is are there more numbers out there? We've met 11 and we've met 8. So we know there's probably at least 1 through 11. So there's at least 11. But we know some got killed. True. Um, but we'll see what happens. I thought it was a weird start, obviously, because you don't see um, 8 again until The Lost Sister. And it's obviously an 11-centric episode. And I mean, I'm going to want to touch on The Lost Sister because that is obviously the most polarizing episode of this season. Yeah, some people either love it or you hate it, and we'll get to that. I want to ask you a question about Max and Billy. Max. I liked Max. I didn't see the point of Billy, at least not yet. Other than he's a jerk the yeah. entire season. Well, we we saw when we first meet Max. You know, like you know, Billy's dropping her off. He's yelling at her. I almost thought that that was like her father, <laughs> a Me young too. father, and then we find out that that's her stepbrother. So then you kind of understand. All right, so stepbrother, stepsister, not the best of friends, right? But why is he sort of like acting like a bully to her? And then I think later you realize that he's like she's a burden on him because 
the parents kind of force it on him. Oh, you take your si- sister, you take your sister, you take your sister, you do this, you do this. And he's like, and, he, and it's to the point to where he despises her because of the responsibilities of her that's thrown on right. him when he just wants to like go on dates and, you know, and, and, and do, you know, teenage boy mm-hmm. stuff, you know, the like he doesn't want to take care of What is his, the long-term story for him? I have, my prediction for him is he like is a willing servant of the mind flayer in season three. Oh, that's I, because yeah. he g- had no real redeeming qualities. Yes. You find out he has an abusive father. Fine. But other than that, he has nothing that really redeems him, and you need no. uh, obviously Will can't be the kind of spy antagonist anymore because he's been exorcised of the mind fair. Exorcised the demons. Uh, so, I think. I think. Well, he I also. Might be. I, I mean, part of me was thinking the whole time too, especially up near the end. I was thinking he was going to be the sacrifice. I thought his character was going to die. Not Bob. Only because of the fact that he is just sort of a. You know, he's sort of unlikable, and it's like, oh, we can introduce this character, and we can kill him off all in the same season, had no, and nobody will cry about it. Well, that would be that was the problem. No one would cry about it. You had to have some emotional weight to it, which is why Bob, played by Sean Astin. But, but here's where this can actually turn into that, though, is if next season, maybe he's still a little unlikable, but, 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 but his death. He doesn't get the full redemption Steve does. He gets killed off before his, or he can. His death causes more redemption. I don't know. It's. I think I'm a willing servant of the mind fair, but before we do get to... I mean, what did you think of Max, though? Max is the new character, uh, Mad Max. I thought Max. she was a fun little addition. I don't understand why you had to add her. No, yeah. I mean, I guess they looked at it as but we're not going to have a girl interacting with. She was a girl to interact with the boys because Eleven was not present. But then again, we can we'll see what happens next season because we have to remember the Duffer Brothers are playing a long, long game here. They have two seasons left to tell, so the, the, um, uh, it might make more sense next season. But I think I, she I was do a love when Lucas and edition. Dustin were following her around early, like <laughs> trying to. Great. And she left that note saying, "Stop following me, stalkers." Put it in the garbage. Yes. Uh, I mean, so many fun moments just when the kids interact with each other. I mean, that's what's so great about the show is the kids interacting with each other yes. uh, when they talk to each other, you know, and how they talk to each other without their parents around. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, it's so much fun. And and this, like, kids cast is just such, like, a great yes. cast. It kind of has that same feel that you get from a lot of the other kid adventure stories. I'm going to have to ask you a question about kid adventure stories here when we close this conversation out. But um, at the very beginning, did you trust Bob or did you think he was an agent of the lab? Oh, good question. Because I didn't trust him at first. He yeah, seemed I too I nice. Yeah, I, I wasn't I wasn't trusting him either. And, and I was wondering the whole time. I'm like, all right, so what – I mean, and I didn't get his relationship with – with uh, uh, Karen, or I'm sorry, not Karen. Um, Joyce. Joyce. Uh, like well, I was, I was understanding was it. I was like, friend, all right, girlfriend. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like he almost was kind of playing stupid. Yes, he seemed too nice and just too much. And obviously, it was he was just a nice guy whose role in the season was to get you to like him a lot. Which, trust by the way, him, I'm going to meet him next weekend. Trust him a lot, and Sean then. Aston. Yes, and then kill him off in a gruesome way. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is I thought Hopper was going to die. 
Oh, you thought he was he dead when he when they that thing wrapped him up. That's a good question for you. Should they just kill him at that point? Like, I mean, middle of the season, all of a sudden, boom, he's dead. That I thought that's like, what they did. I'm with you. I'm like, oh my gosh, they killed Hopper. I was like, I almost oh, thought crap. that. Well, I was like, this is cool. They're throwing some curveballs at us. You know, killing off who's probably your main character. Killing you off know, your, your main, main adult. Character that's not a kid. I'm thinking the whole time, wow, they're just going to kill him off. I was like, there's no way he's going to And unceremoniously, just, yeah. he's going to disappear. No one's going to see him again. Yeah. He doesn't even get any heroic Because we do know that there was a lot of bones down there. Yeah. And we still don't know, like, who, I mean, other what, what's the town missing? Two people? <laughs> who are all these bones? Yeah. Who they so, belong to. So, yeah, I mean, there's... I, I mean, other things you want to talk about about the season as a whole? Yeah, yeah the season as a whole, I'll say this, and I, I tweeted this the other day, too, is... After the season ends, I mean, and that ending was so perfect because it kind of it, it turns the show because we we know the show's like a, a a kid adventure. It's a sci-fi, but the way that show ends with the school dance, it, it instantly becomes a coming of age story. It does, and and I want to talk about the school dance. I mean, and how zombie boy, yeah, and how awesome, like. I thought every moment during that school dance yeah. played out. Like, just <clears throat> from Max dancing with Lucas and, like, Lucas being nervous about asking her. It's like, we've all been there. I've been there. You know, oh, yeah. you're nervous to ask a girl to dance. You know, and then Dustin, who has all the confidence in the world, goes up to, like, three girls and gets shot down by every single one of them. <laughs> and then, uh, again, Nancy, who's become, like, one of my favorite characters on the show, such a, like, sweet girl, notices him sitting over there by himself and says, come on, let's dance. And, and you know, and you see, like, that jealousy with some of the other girls. Like, mm-hmm. oh, he asked me to dance. I turned him down, and now he's dancing with with a, with a teenage girl, with an older girl. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just the way that all played out. And then Eleven comes in, and then uh, what do you think about the Eleven and Mike kiss? Like, eh. I mean, it, it was harmless. It was harmless, but, you know. I, th- I think some they, people criticized they... it a little bit. But at the same time, like, you, I mean, I saw that coming. Yes. Because you could tell Mike is, like, in love with her. And you could tell that she's, like, going through normal teenage girl changes. My problem you know? is I don't think they did enough to earn it yet. That's my only criticism. Cause would you have rather spe- seen a Lucas and Max kiss? That probably would have made more sense because th- this entire season they spent time getting to know each other yes you have the entire of entirety of season one to fall back on for 11 and mike but i just they spend too much time apart for me but that's me yeah well i mean and do you think uh maybe they kind of held off on the on the lucas and and max kiss thinking maybe next season I, I maybe know. next season but at the same time dustin still kind of had a crush on her yeah well okay two more things i want to co- cover unless you can think of nope, anything else as we first of all obviously the Lost Sister, the episode set Barb. in our own uh, city of Chicago. What'd you think of it? The Lost City. The Lost Sister. Oh, The Lost Sister. Uh, Eleven's jaunt into Chicago. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I... Do you feel it uh, was out of place as the season was building up and then you just have this episode where Eleven's off by herself? No, I, I didn't really feel strange about it. Because I felt it was just atonal for everything going on back in Hawkins, Indiana. Now we have her discovering that, yes, there is another one, the girl we met at the beginning of the season. 
I just feel happened at the exact wrong time. I realized it had to happen somewhere, but I thought you're everything's gearing up. You're rearing, yeah. you're rearing, and then just full stop. You're doing this. Yeah. No. I, Maybe I, two episodes I, sooner. Yeah, I guess I wasn't really. I didn't put much thought into that to really kind of form <laughs> to form an opinion. Okay. Well. But I but I I mean I get your point on it now. You know and. <clears throat> And I, you know, now that I like kind of look back at it, I guess I, I that was totally just understand a, what that you're episode saying. happened just after we find out Will is a spy working for the Mind Fair, and then it's just, oh, here we go. We're going off to Chicago. Yeah, I agree. But I also was thinking too that when <clears throat> when, when we discover Will's a spy, and Joyce really doesn't. She seems to get a different attitude, almost like, yeah, my son's a spy. Well, what are we going to do about it? Like, you know, because she nurses him so much that, yeah. like, I kind of thought maybe she would, like, take, like, in that situation, I feel like with her being crazy, she would take Will and run away. Maybe. Get away from everybody. Now everybody wants to kill my son because they think he's a spy. Like, I'm going to go. And he was. Yeah, but I'm just saying that, like, I think her character would have made a move like that versus the move she made. Well, she's crazy, so you don't know what she's going to do. Yeah, she's crazy. Okay. As we close out on Stranger Things season two, real quick, yeah, before we wrap up the podcast, let's talk about the Flash. No, well, we're not. We're going to still talk about. It. I just want to. We'll move on. I just want to ask oh. this question um, about the kids from Stranger Things. Okay. With the bottom of the rung being um, the kids from the Goonies, and obviously the top being the kids taking on it. Where do their trials and tri- tribulations lie right now? Are they above it yet? Uh, oof. well, in the It Kids defense, they've only got one movie, and it's yes. pretty new. So it's hard to say they're better than the Stranger Things kids at this point. I'm just talking about the the bad guy they're taking on, obviously, the, oh, the, okay. the journey they go on, which is a harder trial and tribulation. Once oh, definitely again. the Stranger Things kids. Okay. Because, I mean, you're dealing with sci-fi, supernatural, and... There's one cop in town. <laughs> There's only one cop who gets what's going on. I mean, obviously the FBI doesn't get involved. You know, uh, 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 Scully and Mulder don't show up. You know, that to would help. be. By the way, that'd be awesome. By the way, if the FBI showed up, <laughs> Mulder and Scully. Yeah. Or proto Mulder. Yeah, or, or like Hopper gets a phone call. Who is that? Ah, it's like Mulder from the FBI. Unfortunately, about, it's set in the eighties. Questions like I'm, you know. Unfortunately, it's set in the eighties. So yeah, didn't Mulder, Fox Mulder, have like a a mentor at the FBI? Could I'm have. sure there was. Yeah. And let's um connect the two. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I hate to try to compare all the kids stuff, but you know me. My uh, number, my number one's Monster Squad. Well, kids. I, I well okay. Who did more, Monster Squad or the kids from Stranger Things? Monster Squad because they ended the world from like. Basically being destroyed by monsters. They. But what do you think you the know, mind every, frame every, is going to do? Every every one hundred. What do you think the mind is going to do? In Monster Squad, those kids have, once every one hundred years, they can take the amulet, have the Virgin read the saying, and the black hole opens up to blow them all to limbo. Only once every hundred years. So when that. So right now you so put the mind stranger passed, thing kids no, beneath. If that time passed and they don't take all and they don't blow them all to limbo, the monsters rule the world for another hundred years. It's only a hundred years. Mm-hmm. These guys could be destroying the planet. Who knows what's going to happen with the Mind Fair? They destroyed Fair. a lot of pumpkins. The Mind <laughs> Fair could be doing things right now. Oh. You could be a spy for the Mind Fair for all I know. Oh, and let's wrap up on the Stranger Things 
real quick. Let's talk about Dustin and him being an idiot. Stupid! Don't kill my pet! Oh my god. And the pet, the thing the, ate his cat! Well, the thing, I mean, well, no, he said, cat. he said just before it, obviously it wouldn't have mattered because there were more of them. Let's give him at least some credit there. But we, they see it mutate in front of them. No, don't kill it! No, do kill it! Kill it now! Oh, Dustin, Dustin you is an idiot. idiot. He's an I mean, idiot. He messed things up with Max. He. I mean, I think he's. He I betrayed think he's his friends by keeping it, and then yes. I, I was, I, I, I don't know. I was a little annoyed that he kept like, "Here's the devil dog." He kept saying it over and over. I'm like, dude, they're trying to save the world. Stop. And I like when Hooper says, "Why is this relevant?" He goes, "It's not." <laughs> but at least he likes Three Musketeers, and who doesn't like Three Musketeers? Oh, and his little like. Where he rolls his tongue. Oh, I hate that. Yeah, Dustin has become my least favorite Stranger Things. Really? Kid. Your least? Well, obviously, but one thing we did find out about this season was they stowed the best kid actor they had for one entire season as well acted circles around a lot of them. Oh, Will was awesome. I mean, Will's awesome. I, I mean, Lucas. I mean, just Lucas the- is Lucas. It was fun. Uh, by the way, his sister is a queen. Yeah. She's awesome. You're a nerd. Yeah, remember she's got the He-Man in the bar. He goes, those two would never get together. <laughs> oh, oh, she's I, awesome. He had, he had some of the best writing. I mean, just yes. even think about the Winston thing. Uh, Lucas, he had the most Lucas, fun. I, think, I would say Lucas. He was the most fun. Yeah. Season one, Dustin was probably the most fun. Yes. This season, Lucas gets the most fun award from the Hillcrest duo. Yes. Okay, moving on to The Flash. We have watched the entire season up until the last episode, obviously, where it yep. was ladies' night. Couple, a couple highlights. Uh, big highlight, Danny Trejo. Danny awesome. Trejo two weeks Danny ago. Danny effing as, Trejo. Machete. As machete. As, um, uh, <laughs> as machete. Yes. As, <laughs> that'd be even better. <laughs> oh, God. What the hell is going on in Central Mach- City? Machete don't text. But, no, uh, as um, uh, Jinx's father... Not Jinx, um, Gypsy's father. Yes. Just playing the straight-laced, um, uh, scarier-than-hell dad, scaring poor Cisco. Oh, so good. Just so plays good. everything straight, and because he plays it 100% straight, it's 10 times more fun. Yep. Uh, overall storyline, like, bad guys, you know. Bad I mean, guys have gotten powers from... I have no idea what yet, obviously. Some, some, yeah, some chemical. Some chemical. Some guy is obviously manipulating things. I saw, we got Mr. Stretch Armstrong introduced. Yes, and he's a fun He's a fun kind of comedic foil hero. Yeah. I like him. He's really I like him funny. especially in this last episode. <laughs> At the strip club, stealing dollars and drinks. and oh, uh, so Well, good. if you he, he's do what most of us would do if we had powers like that. Kind of, sort of, just abusing them, not completely. Yeah. You know, just a little here, a little there, nothing too bad. Uh, but, yeah, let's talk about the highlight of this season so far, which was this past episode. Drunk Barry on his bachelor party. <laughs> talk about some great acting by Gus. You could just tell yeah. from watching this episode how much fun that cast was having on yes. set. Like, if I could just be standing behind the camera guy, behind the boom guy, watching all of this play out, like, I would be in heaven. Because I'm just the Flash! imagine how much fun this was. Oh, he kept yelling, I'm the Flash. It's, it's okay, because I'm the Flash! <laughs> <laughs> and people were just like... Whatever, oh, yeah. drunkie. Yeah, and what was the, the part where he's like, I'm a cop. I'm the Flash! <laughs> I'm the Flash! 
And he's got like buffalo sauce all over his shirt. Oh, man. So. And I just loved when you said, we're like, what did you just do? I went and got some peanut. <laughs> yeah. It's like, no, you didn't. You didn't move. I'm the flash. I'm the flash. But no, um, it was, was also really fun to see um, what was great about this episode was to see that maybe, maybe Caitlin can be used as a hero too, because maybe, maybe um, uh, Killer Frost could be more of an anti hero. Yeah. As she seems to have more control now. And and another point too, on a lighter side, this episode proves something I've been saying my entire life, or mm-hmm. most of my life. Guys' bachelor parties are ten times better than female bachelorette parties. Girls just get together and just gossip you, and you do realize what the um, guys orig- party for bachelor parties. Metal, <laughs> I hate to disagree with you. You do realize the original plan was for them to watch old uh, movies and go to a steakhouse. Mm. Okay, and they saved the t- um, a city. That's the really girls did. And that, and that was great about this. Was given, I love the fact that the Flash did not even show up in this episode. Yeah. It was just the guy, the girls saving the day 100% on their own. I thought that was a fun take on it completely. I agree. A nice little um, uh, twist. Yeah. But, uh, all right, well, we're. I think we're out of time. Yeah, man. we kind of over-talked. And, and so next week, though, on the Hillcrest Duo, or the next episode of the Hillcrest yes. Duo, we will have our Justice League Movie review special. I'm looking forward to That'll it. That'll be coming up probably within the next two weeks. Yeah. And we'll also, don't worry, we're watching The Walking Dead, and we will have maybe like a six-episode catch-up where we'll talk. Probably just do an episode dedicated to The Walking Dead. Yeah. To talk about the up to the mid-season point, you know? Because mm-hmm. uh, their mid-season break's going to be coming up here in a few weeks. So by the time we get back to uh, Walking Dead, we'll be at that break, and we'll recap everything on that end. Supergirl, we're watching. We're both having a lot of fun with that show. We'll it's, get caught it's up fun on that again. one. And, uh, yeah, so. So I uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll be back in maybe about two weeks because he's going to go to a horror movie convention next I'm gonna weekend. I'm going to meet Sean Astin. Going to go meet Sean Astin. So thank you, everyone, for listening. I am Brad Risto at Outsider Brad on Twitter. He is Metal John. At Metal John Radio on Twitter. So you'll hear from us in about two weeks. Goodbye, everybody.